This week on the program, the twist is it's pretty stupid. It's the village. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Fadak. That's with all those old timey S's that looks like F's. Oh, nice. Yeah. Eric Stupitska. <laughs> Chris Cabin. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. The summer blockbuster extravaganza pulls into M. Night Shyamalan town. We're talking the village from Aught 4. Uh, raise a hand seen in the theaters. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. This was yeah. still. Everyone. This was still when he was like appointment uh, appointment oh, viewing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had to go and see the latest M. Nighter. Oh, well, he's the next Spielberg, don't you know? <laughs> he's the one. He's the mantle. And the next Hitchcock and whatever other director we remember. Yeah, whatever. The, all of them. The Fincher, the next Soderbergh. Not, not enough. Uh, W.D. Griffiths. (laughs) Not not enough sex stuff, though, to be uh, the next Brian De Palma. No, no, no. Not the next Gaspar Noé. Or even like, oh, man, that guy, you see that guy over there? He's the next Polanski. Look out. (laughs) Just just honestly, just fucking what? Lock your doors. That guy is the next Polanski. You got to. Here's the thing for like all all you like budding film writers out there, uh, film critic writers, not screenwriters, like. Never like pronounce someone as the next no, whoever. No. Just let that person be the whoever they are because sure. like you're saying shit like that. How is this poor bastard supposed to live up to those well, mantles? It's to get little dummies excited about movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, don't That's you true. don't you dummies like Spielberg? He's the next Spielberg, you fucking dummies. Now like but he was at this time like Signs, I, I was a little bit of a falter. Sixth Sense and Unbreakable are yeah. like kind of perfect in I my book. I actually liked yeah. Signs. I, I I don't like this one. By yes. the way, it's okay to like this movie. Of it's course. okay to like all of his movies. This uh-huh. is, don't tweet at me. This is when the wheels start to wobble, though. Yep. Like they really like you know. Yeah. Even if you like this the first time through, yeah, I don't think it's much. I don't think it's possible to like it the second time through. But like even then, like I was like, this kind of sucked. You posited this off the air, Stephen. I think you're you're right. We, you know. I'm presuming if you're listening to this, you've seen it before. If you care about this twist, I guess maybe see the movie before listening yeah, to this episode. I think so. But like, let's get this out of the way now. All right. This is a movie where it's like supposedly set in the 19th century. They're in this like, you know, uh, secluded village kind of a situation. And then, uh oh, it turns out. It's actually present day. William Hurt is this son of a billionaire who has financed this massive nature preserve. Because they're all these like victims of like extreme tragedy that are trying to like get away from society. Extreme crime yes. tragedy. Crime, crime, crime yeah, violent yeah, yeah. crime white, tragedies. White yes. flight to the point of you're doing colonial Williamsburg. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, dude. Like, I am so scared about like societal violence. I gotta go churn my own butter. I, I, what I don't understand about how did nobody write about the maniac going into the nature preserve? Well, well no, there is. They, how a, did they shade it? I don't believe no, no, no. There's a there's a, there's a throwaway line like towards the end of the movie where I believe it's William Hurt. Somebody in one of those voiceovers mentions like 
oh, it got out, or like maybe it's M. Night when he's talking to the other park oh, ranger when, at the end of the movie. When M. Night Shyamalan explains the movie while lazily reading the paper. <laughs> oh, yes, God. it's somewhere in there where he's like, oh, at one point, reporters got word and it was a huge thing. I think it's a thing where people do know. Yeah. And it's just heavily guarded and whatnot. No, no, no. What what got out when M. Night Shyamalan explains the movie to you, he's like, yeah, you know, we got to be careful because remember a couple of years ago when there was that report that the, we, that the this preserve was paying people off to keep planes out of here? Oh, right. That's what that's... Because so, somebody was like... Somebody was like, oh, man, what about the planes? Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, Who yeah, gives a that's shit? like I'm covering my bases. That's why they didn't see airplanes, these giant metal yes. birds in the sky. But it would be interesting if they re like the twist happens and it's kind of whatever. And they kind of just finish the movie. But if we really explored that of William uh, Hurt, Hunt, Hurt, Lucius Hunt is throwing me. Uh, yes. Um Get into that like new age shit. Like this is yep. like a Jonestown. It and, like, 100% what? is a cult yeah. situation. I would rather just see a movie about him starting this thing. Yes. Yep. Or, or even just like full full swing, like maybe 15, 20 minutes in you find out. And then the rest of it is him like trying to keep this fucking lie That's going. That's exactly yeah. right, dude. The speaking of the wheels falling off, like yeah. the fucking thing starts crumbling around him. Yeah. And there's a lot of infighting. Yeah. He's got to, you know, he's got to kill somebody. He's like, I didn't, I never wanted to do this, but exactly. for the because greater good. What this movie is actually is a much, larger dumber dog tooth yes yeah you know and like the infighting that happens in that movie between like the husband and the wife and the whole like you could ex totally explore it but I, I feel like that's the thing right i was saying this off the year like the the pressure to be like well you've had three movies that have had like twists to yes. some degree in all of them like you have to do it in here and then because of that you're like sacrificing a really cool idea as like just this tiny 15 minute twist at the end. Well, apparently, that's, I mean, that's what I want. I really have to wonder if it was him that decided this had to be a twist or if it was a studio thing, like you're the twist master, baby. Yes. You're big baby twist. Let's fucking, <laughs> that's fair. Big baby twist. let's fucking get you out there. Let's put another twist on what is essentially like a melodrama. It is. It is. I mean, that's yep. the thing too. It's the seriousness. It's very serious, but it's also like, I still can't get over them trying to replicate this society. It's like, you're starting over. These kids are born into it. They're not going to know jack shit from nothing. Right. Why do you really need to put your wife in that dress? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do we have to talk? Um, hi, William. This is a great plan. Do we have to talk like assholes the whole time? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's it. It kills me because there are scenes in this. So that like, you know, the society as it is is structured where like there are the elders, which are the people that started this social experiment slash cult. And then all of their like progeny that have been born yeah. since. Right. Mm -hmm. Since like the 1970s. There are so many moments in this movie, like there's scenes between like William Hurt and Sigourney Weaver, where I'm like, I would just be dropping that talk. Yes, you know, yeah, absolutely. And just, I'd be talking. And it's like you're sacrificing logical things like that in service of like, the, well, the twist has to come. And if they just talk more, you know, uh, contemporary sounding, it's going to blow it. But like, you definitely would be. That's what I would love. Like, just a scene between her and him. And she's like, how do you think MASH ended? <laughs> <laughs> just like, ah, just, 
I don't know. Like I know, I know it must, or maybe it's still going. Oh my god! Do you think Mash is still on? There's, there's, oh, it was so successful. It could be. They're nope. sneaking in laser discs <laughs> yeah. and fucking VHS tape. Someone brought this evil back from the town. <laughs> the VHS tape with six hours of television, including commercials. Can we talk to this Burger King? <laughs> Can we get him to give us food? <laughs> it's just. What, I mean, what if we farmed for his fiefdom? Maybe we should ask the Lady Wendy. <laughs> well, because the good Lady Wendy, she seems so nice. Yes. <laughs> she seems so nice. Oh, Can, no. And they're battling some crooked Scotsman named MacDonald. <laughs> <laughs> if we enter his clan, we could have burgers. <laughs> I, but the thing, that's also your fault, William Martin. You're right, Eric. You, if you're doing this thing, like the whole point is, you know, dog toothed it, right? You're just, you're, 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 you're walling off a town and make it up whatever bullshit you want. Yep. I get the no electricity thing and all that stuff. But I mean, at the same time, you could just be like, oh, there are no other towns. Everyone else in the world is dead. There was a plague. And if you go outside, because if you say that there are towns when there's better medicines and people are dying, these kids are going to start fucking the walking the, through the woods. Yeah, you're right. The towns are full of evil people we come to find. The twist could have easily been like zombies or something. Sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that would make that, sense to go back to non-electricity times. Yeah, totally. Like, just be off the grid completely, not have to worry about that. That was a question, though. And, I mean, of course, this is We Hate Movies, so we got to ask the hard-hitting questions like this. Mm -hmm. What was the toilet situation? What mm -hmm. was the showering Absolute. situation? Because I'll tell you what. Mm -hmm. They built this beautiful town, like, on this massive property in Pennsylvania to shoot this movie. Like, they constructed this whole thing. The production design of this movie great. is incredible. Oh, yeah. Nary an outhouse pictured. Yeah. I'm I mean, not seeing an outhouse. It's got to be an outhouse. There's that no should be like, that should be a moment of tension. Like there's one near the fire uh, ring around the town. <laughs> it's like you're taking a shit and hearing scary stuff. No, it all goes in the well. There's one well that's for water. That's the real one. Uh -huh. But there's one that's just oh, like shit, well. all the way out. And everybody has to hang their ass over yeah. the hole and well, let you, it block. You, I don't know why that can't happen, though, because that dude Adrian Brody is going to be getting them two mixed up in this movie. <laughs> oh, well, he'll just fall down. And then we, that we're we in a better movie, honestly. El Yikes. Elder Johnson, I went, to the, I went to the outhouse and the bad color came out. <laughs> oh, man, shit and blood. Have you snuck to the towns and partook of Chipotle? <laughs> I see you've done battle with the Burger King. <laughs> I think this movie is stupid. I like, uh, well, the, also this movie is kind of, because that's the one thing you have to, you always have to keep in mind. You, you mentioned it already, Andrew, is there are two things that M. Night Shyamalan loves. Lying to the audience and the great state of Pennsylvania. It oh, is yeah. always, I wouldn't be shocked if the twist in old, which is coming out this weekend, is that that island is somehow in Philadelphia. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, somehow yeah. there's an island in Philadelphia yeah. that makes you old. The, the one beach in Pittsburgh. <laughs> let me, let me, let me try to guess it right now. I'm going to try to guess oh, the twist of old right old. now. And uh -huh. I know I'm going to be wrong, but what if the twist is, they're just in like a slightly buggy VR simulator. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, like, you know, <clears throat> the kid from Hereditary like falls over and like they go to his POV and his eyes are kind of, you know, opening and closing. So it's going like dark on screen or whatever. And then all of a sudden a mask is ripped off and he's got a VR helmet on. You see a fucking orange uh, Julius stand and this kid's just in that, the mall somewhere. That would suck ass so hard. Like, <laughs> I can't, it, I fucking, like, you don't have to be Black Mirror. Stop with the fuck. <laughs> yeah. I can't fucking stand it. Well, the simulation thing, now we're talking about it. Sure. I watched a whole documentary on it. I just, 
the Rodney kinda, Asher flick, glitch yeah, in the Matrix? I kind of don't care. Like, if if I'm in a simulation, do I still need to pay rent? Yeah. Yes. Do yeah. I need to? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yep. am I still going to grow old and probably get cancer? Okay, so then <laughs> what the fuck do I care about if does, I'm in a simulation or not? It doesn't change anything at all, does it? No. Now, no. I, I, I think I, the I point did. of that movie, though, to some degree is like, yes, Steve, you're right, but also... There are people who don't get that, like Matrix Kid, and murder his fucking family. Sure. With mm-hmm. So now, 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 who's controlling this simulation? Do they Ooh. pause it? No. 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 It could be aliens. Could aliens. Be... Uh, Supercomputers. Maybe there's Zionists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's enough. Where <laughs> catch me bad with a simulation. <laughs> or Mr. God himself. Yeah, you Mr. know, God. Aren't Mr. we all God. living in a simulation under Mr. God, according to? The religious folks, I'm not saying that that's what everyone believes or that I believe anything, but. You know what? I'm going to say this. It's above my pay grade. (laughs) That's exactly right. This is one of the few things I'm like, I don't know. Shut up. Like, like, why do you care? What the fuck is wrong? You want, oh, you need to know everything. (laughs) Dude, I will say there is some, I mean, that movie gets like tragically serious, like I just mentioned, but there are fucking hilarious things. Where you listen to these people try to fucking like, like describe this shit, and the dudes are like, "All right, just think about it. You ever like walk down the street and you see three white cars? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> just like, yeah, dude, go oh outside. What was the name of this again? A glitch in the matrix. I, I Rodney have, Asher. It's I, the dude who did Room Two Thirty Seven. I like his work. I like yeah. his work. So I'll have to it's check just, it out. It is. Those folks are beyond saving. Yeah. So the village starts off with a full-on lie. We're just full. <laughs> yes. Because like it's it's never enough for M Night Shyamalan just to like maybe cheat the camera in a certain way. No, he's gonna fucking lie to you because yep. the first thing is Brendan Gleeson holding onto a grave, and the grave reads eighteen ninety to eighteen ninety seven. That's yep. a lie. Yeah, now yep. we're lying. And I know that you're lying to the, I know the villagers, would, but you're lying to me. Yeah. I mean, it would spoil the twist, but it would be kind of eerie and weird to see it say like, you know, 2000 or 96 yeah, totally. or something. Yeah, exactly, dude. And that, it kind of brings up an interesting question I have is like, where in the planning stages between like your William Hurt, your Cherry Jones, your your Brendan Gleeson, Sigourney Weaver, all of these, uh, the elders of this, you know, grief counseling group, that decided to do this. What was the 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 back and forth about where we're settling on the time period? Yes. Yeah. Why the 19th that, century? That's, I mean, you're getting at the heart of what the problem with this movie is. I want to know what this was. Yes. The yep. making of this yep. is incredible. And I need to know about it. It's also it. so unsustainable. Like yes. those kids are going to get out or what, in one way or another. Exactly. Like all cults, it's completely yeah. unsustainable. What, one fucking 14 year old's going to roam into the woods, get near the fence, hear a little reggae tone from a passing <laughs> car and his head's going to explode. <laughs> I mean, you're totally right. Also, when we get down to it later, like when Bryce Dallas Howard leaves to go get medicine, why doesn't the guy that owns the fucking park do that? Exactly. Yeah. He says yeah. he took an oath or something. Yeah, well, it's like, I don't give a shit about your 18th century oath, 19th just, century oath. Yeah, go up the fucking road and get me some medicine, yeah. dude. And while you're at it, some cigarettes. Thank you. <laughs> I have been fucking fiending since 1978, William Hurt. I would love it. I mean, like, you're right. I would love it if this movie had like a coda, like the Godfather part two, where like everyone's just sitting around talking a little bit. Yes. That'd be really kind of cool. And I mean, I do want one person, maybe Cherry Jones is like, do you think it's, I don't know, do you think it's weird that we have no black people? Is it, is that, is it, are, <laughs> yes. we, are, are, is this a weird reactionary movement? Because I don't want to start See, that. And that's another thing that like you have to do that 
in order to preserve this stupid fucking twist. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's like, clearly it's, you know, the mid seventies, they're doing this like grief counseling thing. Like there would be people of color here. Yes. It's in fucking Philadelphia. Yes. Come on. And like you, you sacrifice what should be that kind of cultural accuracy because you're trying to preserve a stupid fucking twist that shouldn't matter. Yes. Well, yeah. And the first like uh, uh, six sense and unbreakable and even signs are very fluid movies. They, yeah. they move. I, I there's yeah. no downtime. Like I'm constantly with them. The village. It's like one of, I, I assume it's because of the twist, but it's edited so poorly. Like there are segments that move very well and then they just stopped abruptly. Yes. And then like, it's just so jangled. And I'm like, I, I don't care. You made me stop caring. I will say this. I think that this movie proves that a movie can be well-directed, well-acted, well-production designed, and well-scored too. Excellent oh, yeah. score. And still be terrible. Yeah. And yeah. still yeah. like, it's screenplay and editing really matter, guys. And this it looks does. gorgeous. This is Roger Deakins, yes. man. Oh, yeah. And also, yes. Totally, yeah, yeah. totally gorgeous movie. It's a great fucking, the, the score is fantastic. It really is. Uh, yeah. It's just like, you can have all those things working for you. Mm. But if you are working in service of this twist that no one asked for. And that's the thing. It's like, it's not just the twist that degrade this movie a little bit. Like Adrian Brody playing a quote unquote, like simple man. Uh, I, I I, that's know. the nicest way I can put it. it is. I don't think anyone knows what they're filming. I was, no, I was, no. And nobody knows what they're portraying. Either. Exactly. He's got no fucking clue. I read the Wikipedia dis, the, uh, description and it was like, and uh, Noah, who's played by Adrian Brody, someone with a, Apparent developmental disability, like it's just sort of like apparent, I, indeed. Yeah, yeah Wikipedia. Wikipedia's like, oh, yeah, I mean, like, oh, oh. dude, could, when Wikipedia is not weighing in, by the way, <laughs> IMDb, we're not touching this one because <laughs> I mean, like, you don't need it. You no. don't need it, and actually, it makes the movie much better. I mean, like, we're all over the place. I don't know. Like, what it's we, all right. Just let it happen. Talk oh, about the cares? leaves fucking turning in this movie, uh, but which is beautiful, by the way. Oh, but yes. it it actually like it it helps your story better if because Adrian Brody is the person that commits the crime that causes everything to sort of change. Right, it would make a ton more sense if it was just like a crime of passion. Yeah, he was just like a dude that was into Bryce Dallas Howard and was pissed off about Joaquin Phoenix and fucking stabbed him because that tells you like that's the point of that's the point of your movie, right? It's like crime yep. and violence will always find you, exactly. no matter how you whatever. But then you couch it in this like, you know, developmental disability, simpleton, whatever nonsense. It's so it's so dumb. And also because like after the fact, like they there's lines here and there where they're even saying like, well, it's you know, he cared for her. Yeah. And it's like, OK, that's literally all you need. You just Je need yes. the passion, the jealousy. Jealous lover would be perfect for them to finally realize Oh, a perfect society doesn't exist. Yes. And I can't go to the woods and create Look, it. Yep. it. Crime and shit happens and life sucks <laughs> fucking everywhere. Deal with it, you rich assholes who decide to cosplay well, in the I woods. Mean, <laughs> Cherry Jones comes to that conclusion at the very end of the movie. Like, I'm like, I need that a little earlier. I need to see some regret. Some, like, you had to have some fucking discussion about what books were going to be in the library. <laughs> and yes. one of you pieces of shit were like, it's got to be Walt Whitman and that shit, right? Yes. I mean, that's the only one that matters. <laughs> well, no, actually, I think there should be some Faulkner. Oh, Faulkner! And like you would just want to die. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like you're right though. But you you couch it in this thing that actually just like because now now is the movie about like you can have the per perfect society so long as no one is born with a de developmental disability. Like, I guess, what are we yeah. actually trying to say that's here? A good well, point. I mean, it, it, like it's that, or is it like? I mean, that's also because Dogtooth is also this where it's like 
you're reaching like sexual maturity in various yeah. ways. Yeah. So like it's unavoidable that way. Also this it's I actually, I don't know if it works as well. Cause like Bryce Dallas Howard, Joaquin Phoenix and Adrian Brody are all clearly over 35 years <laughs> oh old. Oh my God. They're <laughs> so old. it's not like they're just coming around to their like no. natural sexual yeah. urges or whatever. So Never mind. Bad argument. There, it, it's it kind of work, a 90210 situation, I think. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I guess they're playing younger, but it would work better if they were actually younger. Yeah. And what's the end game here? It's just like, okay, so we have kids, and then they all break up. Not break up, but like break off and 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 start dating each other. Yeah. They have kids. And then what, we just inbreed after that? Like, what's yeah, going to happen? That's yeah. the point. There's no more. That and you then go. you'll need Joaquin Phoenix and Bryce Dallas Howard to be, come around to the idea of keeping everyone isolated well, and then well, dressing as the monster. It's actually that, that it's a classic. I mean, cause think about who's running this thing. Sigourney Weaver, Cherry Jones, William Hurt, uh, Brendan right. Gleason, boomer mentality shit. Yes. We're just doing this for ourselves. Yep. yep and then yep. we're going to fucking procreate anyway. And you know what? They can deal with this crumbling society, but we'll have successfully <laughs> escaped violence in the 1970s. Well, if that's what M. Night's saying, I love it. That's, <laughs> I mean, well, that's the problem. I mean, the, like, you would want to see something like, it's a boy and his dog type situation. Mm -hmm. Like, we yep. need Lucius's seed. Yeah. If, we're, if he can't fuck, we're dead. Right. I mean, and honestly... Yeah. If if fucking Bryce Dallas Howard can't fucking carry children, you better you gotta go back outside yeah, totally kidnap do. some people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, see and see <laughs> Chris, what you're doing is setting up like this world. See, here's the thing that's frustrating, right? M Knight decides to make three movies around the fucking unbreakable verse. You needed more movies in here, and that's the kind of shit. Prequel movie setting it up, then yeah. movie after the yeah. events of the village. Mm -hmm. How's that going? Fucking it's, twenty see, years later. My problem with it is they're not letting everyone into the village. Like if they asked me, you'd want. I to think go I'd excel at kind of an Amish. Well, they, they they didn't have a village idiot, so you could uh, <laughs> take up the mantle. It's true. They will not let you watch Gary Busey movies. I, I, I should. Know, I've got to tell you. I feel like if I had my own field and sure. I went out there and felt the. Felt the, the fruit of my labor in my hand. <laughs> sure. I mean, the, the problem with it is that they're just so pure. They like, are. Even when you find out they're lying pieces of shit, they're like, but they did it for such pure reasons. Yes. Isn't that so important? He's, he's so uncomplicated always. He's so, yes. so simple on the story. It's always like yep. good character, bad character, developmentally disabled character. Who's <laughs> clearly evil. That's, that's, that's what I'm sorry. Just, that's what I see on the bus. Like, whatever, man. It's just like... That's kind of what he's trying to LOL say. LOL to him taking public transportation. <laughs> okay, so we can get, I mean, the beginning of it is, as we said, it's Brendan Gleeson with the, his uh, his son's dead body. Yeah, uh, like yeah. The, in a casket. In a casket. Mm -hmm. uh, the kid got a stubbed toe and died. Yeah, and exactly. Like, and they're just sitting there. Brendan Gleeson's like, well, I took me oath, didn't I? <laughs> yes, well, die, little stubby toe, Joe. <laughs> I shouldn't have let that, that little ottoman out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was my fault. That was my fault. Oh, fuck. He million dollar babied his own son. Oh, no. <laughs> also, how many kids died with type 1 diabetes in the last fucking, mm -hmm. uh, whatever, last fucking 25 we years? We don't really get a solid view of that graveyard. Yeah. But from what you hear folk talking about, 
There's a couple of fucking corpses on this property. Oh, of course there are, because they're like they're like, oh, we all had to sacrifice. Like, yeah, my my kid died from fucking a, a sniffle. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah, totally. No, yeah, we marked all the graves starting about a year ago. <laughs> you know, what? I mean, it's a perfect s- scenario for having kids die. They they have no social security number, nice. no <laughs> no birth certificate. No one knows they even existed. That's nice. true. If you want to kill kids, if you want to have and kill kids. Go to the woods. <laughs> well, like they make some. Uh, there's like uh, some quick line later where they make reference to like Brendan Gleeson's son, like was scared of the monsters and couldn't take it or something. Like, are we talking a suicide? But like, it, there's rules. some weird moment where he's just because like, that would make sense. It like, would. The, there's nothing to do in this town. You got a book, I guess. They're trading around. <laughs> it, it, there's just some weird line where he's just like, oh well, I couldn't save my son from this, but yeah. maybe you know. Bryce Dallas Howard and Lucius can be saved from this. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to this kid? I, I, I would it, love to know. It could be a suicide. It could also just be really bad seasonal allergies <laughs> and he fucking sniffled to death. Also, I mean, who knows? Yeah, I mean, like, it would be exciting or something if someone woke up in a hospital bed and had no idea what all this equipment was. Yeah. The fact that when we, sh- we, we get Bryce Dallas Howard leaving this place, we see a fucking road. An M Night Shyamalan yeah. in a reflection of a fucking like. There's no. There's nothing of society they really see besides two security it's, guards. Yeah, it's yeah, M Night Shyamalan and Peggy's other boyfriend. Yes, uh, Abe, who also, if you remember, surreptitiously was accidentally stabbed by somebody. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. that's that guy yeah. from Mad Men. Yeah. Wow, I couldn't place him all last night. He that's rules. Funny. Well, I mean, also Abe, by the way, uh, or whoever the security guard is. You see somebody jump over a wall. She's a blind woman. She's covered in dirt. She's like, what year is it? I need medicines. <laughs> what was that noise? You've got to be like, we are going to social service. Well, you well, hop, well, in, the, hop I, in my car. I We're going to go to social he, services. He works for the Walker Preserve. And he's like, well, her name is Walker. So it's one of these fucking eccentric billionaire assholes. Give her what she wants. Yeah, like he knows the score. Yeah. yeah. Like but that's, that's the orientation video. Well, he's hiding it from M. Night Shyamalan. No, so I feel like it's not really known, known. But it's like, this is the, the boss's yeah, the, daughter. Exactly. They don't know that because he says, like, oh, it's just the animal preserve. Because M. Night's like. You know oh, what? You're we right. keep these animals here. We yeah. keep everything away from them. That's it. That's the job. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Fucking Abe would have. I would. He would have to have five phones calling the police on yeah. one, the fire department on the other one, the fucking yeah, CPS, fucking yeah. all of them. Building, just line them up and just yeah. start dialing. Building inspector. Those are those. Those Get are up to code out there in the yes. woods. Oh, definitely, dude. No, they're getting fucking shut down. Too sweet. State uh, cops. Get the fuck in here. This cast is stacked. It's unbelievable. And I think that is really like, because you've just spent three movies building up this fucking rap of like, Mm -hmm. you have these successful movies. You're clearly an actor's director. Like people must have liked working with him. Yeah. You've had three movies to build up this. And now it's like, here it is. Like, this is a stunning but amount of talent. Sigourney Weaver might as well not be in the movie. Agreed. This Which is, is unfortunate. She does like nothing. Yeah. And the IMDb trivia said, she had nightmares for weeks after re- just reading the script. I refuse oh to believe God. that. <laughs> yeah. refuse. that the, well, studio, she, the studio made her say that. Yep. I, I refuse to believe no, that. No, she was like, she, she, this is the sequence of some events. She, like, you want to be in the new M. Night movie? Absolutely. She signed on. Then she got the script. She's like, oh my God, I have a contract. I have to make this movie. <laughs> oh, yep. oh, Jesus. Oh, Sigourney, you did it again, girl. You have to read the script before saying yes. I've, I've never been more scared for the deed to my home. <laughs> this movie's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> you got to read things in advance. I think that's how she got tricked into Avatar. 
Yeah, but so Joaquin Phoenix is like the our intrepid hero who's like, I want to go to the towns. And, you know, he's Joaquin Phoenixing around. He's got a weird little mutter going on. He's like a quiet man. Kind he's, of a yeah, he's, re- he's really putting on a show in this yes. movie. And this was like, like, I remember him in Signs and everything, but like this and obviously like Glad- Gladiator is probably like my first, yeah. you know, real like introduction oh, yeah. to him. So like I knew I knew him, but this I was like, oh, this dude's like an actor. Yeah, I mean, this is a real performance. He's a lead, and he's oh, yeah. like, I want to go to the towns to get medicines, and like, yeah, no, that's gonna. But the monsters, you got to remember the monsters, guys. Yeah, see, son, you know, you came in here with your nice letter and your big proposal to go to the towns and whatnot, but ooh, you forgot about the monsters. <laughs> yeah, they ooh. say there's a truce with the meat eaters, so I guess they're also vegetarian. In yes, this that's com- community. But, but the ones we do not speak of and like I how do you not like uh, I, I am wondering how you don't have at least one of them have like a sort of like fucking speakovers <laughs> fucking hate those speakovers you know we could go up to the next town for those fucking speakovers I'm saying why don't we get our pitchforks fucking take it, take it to them yeah. yeah see and again that's interesting yeah warring factions in you know within the society etc yeah i mean that might be even a more interesting kind of a twisty moment is just like start killing these costumed guys <laughs> and then you realize you're killing your parents well that's it would make sense that the kids would the, the like teenagers people who are like 17 18 year old yeah. boys would want to kill them they would be like aggressive as hell, like the, yeah. the fucking going through puberty. Oh, that's the thing is, and it's very smart in M. Night's uh, uh, part here. All the teens are right, all soft, bo- soft boys. <laughs> Big you got time. Jesse Eisenberg, Fran Kranz, and Michael Pitt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, none of these dudes no, we are, are no. storming the but beach. You're so. not rebelling against a single fucking thing <laughs> with these guys. Yeah, you had to get a Cam Gigante in there. At least <laughs> exactly. one. Is that like a conscious decision? Like, I'm going to raise my boy soft <laughs> so he never stands up against these monsters. I mean, they appear to have that kind, you know, the like puritanical yes. bent to it all. You know, I mean, there's the scene where, like, again, why play it this way? Why write it this way? Of course, like, but like Adrian Brody's like playing with some of the kids in the town and he's fucking hitting them with a stick. And Bryce Dallas Howard has to come in and be like, hey, you know, we don't hit people. So is there is that sense of like we're trying to snuff out any sign of like aggression that comes up. But even like there's this scene where Jesse Eisenberg has to stand like a flamingo on a tree stump (laughs) (laughs) in front of the creatures. And like Frank Kranz is kind of doing like like. Come on, you gotta stay up there. Come yeah. on, man. You yeah. gotta yeah. do it. You're yeah, a real really, man would do it. Like it's really the only instance of and, that. But yeah. like I'm like, you gotta follow some of that. It can't be all they're just nice people. Exactly. I refuse right. to believe well, it. Yeah. Someone's bad. Someone's just a nasty fuck. Yeah. I guess there's bad seeds out that's there. That's the Joaquin Phoenix, I guess, in this yeah. because they mentioned that he was the one that had the highest record for standing on the edge of town. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was, right, it was right. like two days. And they're like, <laughs> Oh yeah, so there might not be monsters. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean the that, that would have been great to see too. Like, hey man, like you won, yeah. <laughs> dude. Like it's dinner time. It was dinner time six hours ago. Like let's, you know, we'll make the next one scarier. We promise. <laughs> well, we're I, gonna get somebody in here to make a really, really nasty monster. <laughs> we learned that they're pumping in the sounds of the monsters in the woods. The the adults. I, I thought it would have been more fun if it was just like they were hearing like the New Jersey turnpike and were like, oh my God, what is that evil noise? The great- what is gabagool? <laughs> what is that smell? No, but 
great point bringing it up though, because I was thinking about it. Like, it would be great if Bryce Dallas Howard, like, walking along the forest and like she's got her cane and yeah. everything, and she knocks like a piece of wood and keeps going, but then like the camera holds and it's like a junky old 1970s like stereo speaker and like William Hurt's still using like a bad old tape deck somehow because they don't explain how these sounds are getting pumped all through the yes. forest. There should be something like at some point Hurt should like go into the woods and go into like an underground bunker that has yep. electricity, yep. has like a control system for the PA systems that oh, are hidden in the Dude, trees. you think he's got cable down there? Yeah, you think once absolutely. a month he's yeah, got a cable there? He's day. watching those fucking ro he's Robocop on Laserdisc. He's watching it. <laughs> no, he's got an Osama Bin Laden computer full of pornography <laughs> he's just Seinfeld episodes. Yes. he's just roaming the place and just under his breath Sigourney Sigourney come here you have to they have must see TV now <laughs> it's TV that you must see Sigourney look look just listen for a second listen 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 <laughs> Like, because that's, I mean, that sort of gives it, talking about it in this way, like, sort of gives me the same sort of feelings that got me excited about watching points of the show Lost. Yeah. That kind of like, oh, wait, what sort of society is this exactly? What actual amount of technology is available? Yeah. And if you had that kind of shit in this movie, oh, man. man, I'm getting excited just thinking I, about this movie. I mean, that'll never happen. I mean, yeah. I would have just liked it. Like, get fucking, forget, if we're really doing this, forget the electricity and they're piping it out. Get fucking sweaty Brendan Gleeson. I mean, he's younger here, yeah. so he hasn't, he doesn't have the full heft. Uh, but, <laughs> you get him sweaty out there, like, okay. Murder! <laughs> Murder! <laughs> and, like, get Sigourney Weaver to yeah. do it. But like, just, each one but if you show that like just show the parents of being evil the one just get yeah. get that twist out of the way yeah. and then you have these kids trying to escape this and you you as the audience now know what the score is yep. it'd be compelling maybe like a like a thx 1138 when they're trying yes, to break out of that. Yes. But, that, but yeah. that's the thing is we don't Shyamalan doesn't think these parents are evil you know what that's I mean? the biggest problem he thinks that they're what they're doing is it's just crazy out there in the world these days. Some some people might want to go here and bip and bip. And this is his whole. I mean, this is clearly like it's an Iraq War thing. It definitely yeah. is. Yeah, just the whole. Oh, oh yeah, like, the, the narrative. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just the whole. Yeah. You know what he's kind of addressing here is is that idea of like just unspeakable violence. It's just everywhere. It's you know it's it's post nine eleven. Yeah. We're in this. Yeah, end, but you, know, you not could endless war yet. But now it is. Right. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, totally. But you could just live on a farm. You, if you if you had, I mean if you had any means. You could move to a rural area. But I mean, Viggo Mortensen did it. Speaking of fucking Philadelphia movies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You could die, Joey. It's, there is, <laughs> I think also it, again, the pencil, you always have to come back to Pennsylvania. And I think this is like M. Night driving past Lancaster County being like, wow, that's fucked up. How did they do that? Let me just write my little notebook. Oh. Like, just like, you know what I mean? Like, it's an Amish riff. It's like, yeah, yeah, isn't it yeah. freaky oh. that these freakadoos live? Oh, they don't live in the city. Oh, they must not even have running water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they don't have electricity in there. Of course not. How yeah. do they keep the kids? Probably monsters. Okay, write that down, monsters. <laughs> well, they, you know, the Rumspringa thing. Like, there's, right. they, there's a loosening of the belt in the Amish society. <laughs> I think what their way of life seems kind of beautiful to me. 
sure. This from, is from the you, outside. You maybe. leading into like a witness esque narrative of you being <laughs> in the Amish country. You're just gonna go there. I kind of. It'll probably be more like uh, that fucking. Um, uh, God damn it. That movie with uh, Randy Quaid. Kingpin. Yes, thank you. It's probably going to be more Kingpin, <laughs> yes, where well, I yeah. drank all the bull cum by mistake. Yes, more farts for sure. But I would be kind of down for it. Maybe, I don't know. We should say, speaking of M. Night, like getting ideas for this movie, uh, did you catch this on the on your Wikipedia read? There was a, a claim yes. that an, an author attempted to put against him. I guess it did not go to suit or whatever. This uh, YA author claimed that, and I mean, you, when you look at the plot of the book, it's a thing where it's like, there's a bunch of people, they created this fake village, uh, they use the notion of monsters to uh, scare everybody into staying into town, and the story, the thrust of this book story is one of the young people has to leave the town to go to the next town to get medicine. Yes. Uh-huh. So. It sounds pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say this is not like an original idea, but that sounds pretty similar. Uh, the book is running out of time. There uh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. So like I didn't read it. I only saw this movie. Do it that way. You no, will. Yeah. Jen, Jen, my wife, read it and she was like, yeah, nobody brings this up. But this is like a totally rip, total rip off. Interesting. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. Good, Good book or do they have the. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I wish Jen was here so I could ask if the bad color is involved. No, I don't, I don't think there's Monstars. We haven't talked about haven't the bad to, color. And you know what the good color is? Yellow. You know what yellow? Oh, fear. Oh, do you mm-hmm. get it? Do you oh, get it? Oh, right. Mm. Uh, also, because red is like in the M. Nightiverse, red is always the thing that points to like whatever is off in the movie. Yeah. Yes. Because mm. that's like with Bruce Willis and Sixth Sense, there's like red elements here and there with him. And it's like because he's the off. Yeah. You know, ghost in that movie. Well, in the woods, you couldn't use green, right? <laughs> yeah, right. it can't be yeah. the bad color. You'd be burying everything. So wait, what happens at the fucking autumn when some trees go red? Is it just like, oh my god, you're gonna stay out. away from them trees? They, they freak out. They, they, you see, like two girls like playing, and they find berries, and they have to bury it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. any red fucking flower. You gotta, and also, not to be an asshole, but what happens with these ladies menstruate? Yeah, I don't know. You know what? They're killed, I think. <laughs> like, I mean, that's clearly, seems... I mean, these are things that you're talking about. I mean, Steve, like, he, it's very, like, one level to these stories. Yes. And he ain't thinking about no menstruation. I mean, pal. if you're scared of society to this point, just, like, get a commune in the Catskills, smoke a bunch of grass. Yeah. Fucking relax. What get is some your problem? M16s just in case the government sure, knocks sure, on sure, the door. Sure, exactly. Sure. Uh, but, like, to the extent of convincing your children that one color is going to harm you. And that's, and I mean, yeah, because it's, it's, uh, this whole thing seems very dumb, right? That's yeah. why, again, it would be rad to see scenes of those initial meetings where, like, Brendan Gleason is like, you know, I don't know, William Hurt. Can't we just buy a, a commune in the Catskills and smoke a bunch of grass? <laughs> and then William Hurt could plead his side of whatever this is. But no, instead, it's, it's just like, all this, like, but the violence. What, what I just found out, I read about this. It's called LARPing. <laughs> Live action role play. So if I hit you, Brendan Gleason, with the foam sword, you have to be dead for a while unless there's a magician or some kind of wizard or mage to bring you back. This beanbag represents a spell I'm throwing at you. You are now under my spell. No, that's a misconception, actually. A foam was created in the early 19th century. Everybody knows that. 
12 damage, 12 damage, get down, you go down, 12 damage, go down. That would make honestly more sense if they were living in like a, a live action role playing yeah. society where they're with foam swords and they're foam knights. Yeah. Just do that. You know, this guy with the camcorder filming us is really breaking the illusion. Get out of here, Eric Siska. Yes, yes. Looting to my one time when I was a cameraman at a live action role playing camp, <laughs> which is like, why is that a thing? But it was, and I got paid. Because some, someone will pay money to attend it. That's why that oh, exists. Yes, yes. And remember, when the session is over, big time suicide for all of us. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of where this would get to eventually. Yeah. I feel like you would have a Jonestown event where everyone, like, drink this, pon this punch I made yeah. from the bad berries. That's the yep. weirdest part yep. is God is suspiciously absent in this film, which is how these things work. You just say, Oh, you go out that outside these fucking walls, you're going to hell. And then that, everyone's like, oh shit. You that, know what I mean? That yeah. is a great point. Cause like we start with that funeral scene and, and Brendan Gleason, like, what does he do? Yes. Why, why isn't he like the minister? Why exactly. isn't there something like that? I mean, that's, that's interesting. And again, it plays into like what kind of folks these 1970s yes. grief counseling group people were. And like, we don't know anything about them, but it is a fascinating thing. The complete absence of, of religion in this yeah. movie. Well, again, like Cherry Jones, like, yeah, I'm not, we can't do the religion thing. That just, that gets too creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, we have to have marriages. No, we can't. Are you fucking serious? It's marriages. I mean, fucking come on. Well, that's the weird part. Like later in the movie, I mean, we're going all over the place. At some point, um, uh, what do you call it there? Bryce Dallas Howard says, oh, my sister, uh, Judy Greer, Kitty um, is uh, is now married, so now I may be married. So yes. there's this whole baroque, yes. bizarre. Like, yeah, yes. I mean, there, there's all that shit too. Like, and again, I think they're like so really hammering that, like front loading that shit yeah. at the beginning of the movie to like sell you on this dumb world. But like, where where Judy Greer is like going up to William Hurt and she's like, oh, Papa, I am just in love with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I'm going to ask him for his hand in marriage. Uh, oh, and kitty, kitty, you you mustn't. There's rules in this town. He is a, what we call, lead actor. And you, <laughs> you, kitty, my love, my, my princess, are a supporting actor. You must <laughs> you must flourish with your own, a Fran Kranz or a Jesse Eisenberg or oh, a Michael Pitt, if you will. <laughs> you, my sweet darling, are Judy Greer. You may never lead a movie, even though everybody asks for you to lead a movie. I really don't get this. M. Night, can you do something about this even? I mean, honestly. I mean, and they have her saying things like, do I have your blessings then? Yeah. And you're just like, Okay. It's interesting because I've now seen this movie twice in theaters mm. and now this time. I don't think I ever really seriously rewatched it in any fashion. But like rewatching it, knowing everything, and then seeing shit like that, and you're just like, why? Yeah. Why position your vocabulary and values in this way? Can we just not talk like assholes? That's yeah, can we <laughs> just not talk like assholes? You know, folks, we're living as if someone is building up our entire world. Uh, to come to a head to some sort of big, like, narrative twist. Does anyone else feel that way? <laughs> Look, it's important for us to feel smart. So we're going we're gonna to talk like nobody talks. That's what we're going to do. So Judy Greer, it's, it's, it's kind of cool how this movie kind of uh, introduces Bryce Dallas Howard, who is the lead. She's not, like, for 15, 20 minutes. You, Big time, you're yeah. You're with Judy Greer first, and then um, she gets 
uh, what do you call it there, uh, rejected by Joaquin Phoenix. And then it is kind of, uh, you know, we were, and I think there are legitimate beefs with the editing in yeah. this movie. It's a great smash cut. Dude, yeah. it is a big smash cut to like, because she gives this big effusive like, oh, Joaquin Phoenix, my love is only for you. Let's get married. We, yada, yada. we yeah. are allowed to love. Yes. I mean, it's so over the top. And then it just cuts to her in bed crying. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you meet Bryce Dallas Howard. Did anyone read the story about uh, when Bryce Dallas Howard was cast? Someone no. else was somebody talked to, to Ron Howard. Oh, wait, wait, no, well, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Did they know who her family was? No, um, <laughs> she was like, you know, working. Uh, she just got fired from the the restaurant she was working, and she oh, didn't. Shit. She had no idea if she was going to make rent. You know oh, what I mean? It was fuck. just like really like just paycheck to paycheck. Like, Damn. oh my god! And then finally, she got the lead role in an enormous movie <laughs> because uh, M Night saw her in a play, mm-hmm. which is fine. But like, why was he at that place? But then, that's, yeah. that's right, true. And then, wait, she got some directing jobs too. Yeah, it's weird. It's just you know, oh she's just God. she's just incredibly talented and pretty, just pretty big ones too with pretty, pretty major pretty, franchises. Yeah. I would say really big stuff. She must be quite the talent. You know what? But that is inspiring, uh, uh, Steve. That she found it. Like I heard Rooney Mara was uh, found uh. her her first role in a similar way. Yeah, it was exactly. just scraping by. <laughs> And just finally got that you miraculous know, touch on the shoulder. It is so difficult to have 200K in checking while you're in college. It's, it's, very, it's, it's very difficult. It's, it's tough. I mean, it's a talent to be really scared when you have nothing to be scared of whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about the village? Hollywood. <laughs> Hey, baby, that fake, might be in his brain. It's a fake world full of dumb babies that are born into this weird thing they don't know, and they don't know what society is, but now they're going to go act and try to pretend I, they do. I, I guarantee you at least once M. Night pitched it as that. So is Max Landis uh, the Adrian Brody in this scenario? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Max uh, Landis absolutely. is one of the fucking beast costumes you see <laughs> running around the woods. Well, I don't know, because Adrian Brody isn't like constantly fondling women and yeah, then telling them point. they're pieces of shit. <laughs> Great point. I mean, like, and you know, uh, joke. All joking aside, Bryce Dallas Howard is excellent in this movie. She's yeah, really, really good. good. She's very good. Um, yeah. So is she, she good in other things though? I, I mean, don't know. she's in them there Jurassic World movies, she's which are good movies. So that's her breasts like, are in those movies too. I don't yes, know if and her fucking feet. Oh, the feet. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, if it's, it's this which she is good in, yes. but like then immediately after, Lady in the Water. Yipe. Which yeah. is one of the worst Awful. performances I've seen in quite And Paul Giamatti, let's not say. He's great. He's great, but he's also like, his dad was like the commissioner of baseball at some point. <laughs> Everybody's a fucking little rich boy in Hollywood. No, Sorry to it's say. It's absolutely true. So, this, you know, we're not just talking about the, the, the young actresses. Our hero, Paul Giamatti, as well, is like. Paul huh. Giamatti's dad was the commissioner of baseball. Yes, exactly. Or, or NFL, maybe. Something like that, yeah. yeah one of the right? Ma- yep. Absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, I'm going to go <laughs> I'm gonna go to Europe to find myself. <laughs> I'm so fucking rich. Oh, I got to get out of here. I got to hightail it to Spain for the summer. <laughs> it is like startling when you realize that ugly people can be rich, too. <laughs> oh, come yeah, because then you're like, why not me? <laughs> uh, why wasn't I touched by God by having an NFL commissioner oh, follow? Uh, baseball commissioner, oh, yes. Ba- MLB wow. commissioner. Mm-hmm. Frank Giamatti? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's incredible. Angelo Bartlett Giamatti. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Now oh. I'm just waiting to have my heart broken. Who's who's Michael Shannon's fucking uh, rich parents? <laughs> oh, that's a great Are they famous like <laughs> secret assassins? That would make more sense for Shannon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we also um, 
we yeah, this is uh well, oh, oh, this is what I was gonna say. I noticed it kind of around this part of the movie after Bryce Dallas Howard is introduced. Joaquin Phoenix definitely still having sort of the haircut from Gladiator. Yes. Yeah. Just the tiniest bit of like the the Caesary bowl cut mm-hmm. going on in this movie. It's actually right in the middle of his signs haircut and his yes. gladiator haircut. It feels like <laughs> and, it's good middle ground. And like you know, they they're him. They have like a little trio. Him, Joaquin, uh, him, Adrian Brody, and Bryce Dallas Howard yes. a little bit. They're like they're hanging up by the rocks together. And like, here's the thing: I like Adrian Brody. I like him as an actor um, when he pops up and stuff. Number one rule with Adrian Brody: he is like a dog. And you put too much fucking dog food in that bowl, he's just gonna eat it all. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? You've got to, you've got to like, you've got to go and grab the little measuring cup and scoop in there yep. how much he's allowed to act. You're gonna want to cut that wet food with some kibble too. <laughs> exactly. Like, you, you, you can't, time. it can't all be wet because he's really gonna make a mess. Because it's like it's 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 one thing that this character is like weird and problematic and should not have been written this way, sure. but also because it is. And it's it's an it's an unhinged Adrian Brody. Yeah. He has taken this monstrous character Ugh. for a walk. He really is. And he is up and down the frame. I mean drooling this- and clapping. Yeah. Yikes, man. <laughs> it's truly something but else. In his defense, there's nothing else to do in this village no, no. but drool and clap. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, what what's the JO situation? Does that make the monsters come uh, or what? J- jacking off? Yeah. yeah. I think you could you could probably jack off. I would it's, hope so. It's, you know what if they made white the bad color then you couldn't <laughs> dude that's a great way to get around that <laughs> i mean that's like that's why i kind of want to know what the shower situation is because you could have jesse eisenberg you know because it's like 2004 so he's much younger at this yeah. point and it's like he's just taking a shower in the the shack it's probably one like day a bath type of situation maybe it's a bath and he just mil- he yeah. accidentally like you know touches his penis one way and he's oh Oh, wait. <laughs> Hang on. I just invented something. Yeah, exactly. And you see that happen. Like, because I got to know what's going on with that stuff in this movie. Uh, Absolutely. And you're dealing with young people's burgeoning sexuality, even though they're 35 years old. <laughs> you know, it would be interesting to explore those topics. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just fantasizing about Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, wouldn't you? Well, sure. <sighs> Who hasn't? Oh, my God. If but, I could only but, see her ankle in this movie. Yeah, in this you know, frock, I'm not yeah. sure. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I cannot believe they're shoving everyone into these costumes. Well, that's the thing, too. Is like, so, like, Cherry Jones and, like, Sigourney Weaver and then I think some other, there's other women that are, like, you know, either single or, like, you know, powerful women in the in the in the other community when the, this is getting formed they're like so could maybe like women be equal pods the corsets they're, still? Dre- they're dressing like puritanical when sure. you could dress more old west like a sun-esque dress sure would totally be fine i'd still go okay i guess it's the 1800s i forget her name but uh noah's mother like the, I, she's like the female yes. m emmett walsh yes she's she incredible is. yes yeah forget her name been, but uh, a ton of stuff everywhere C- celia west yes. of course yes 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she, yeah, like, are they, Fran Kranz just beating off to her? <laughs> just being like, because it's all I have. You know, to, to answer this question, I think, by the way, about, like, where's all the sexuality? Two words, folks. Touchstone Pictures. This yeah. is a Disney movie. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Disney-owned movie. There was a thing, I, I think it's on the Tribune trivia, where it says that initially this movie was given an R rating because in the scene where Adrian Brody stabs Joaquin Phoenix and then like he falls on the floor and then he kind of starts like raining the death blow. Yeah. Yeah. In those stabbing scenes, they had sound effects of like the knife going in. The and, squirks. Yeah. The, like, the, you know, and so, the, and then it was like, 
there's your R rating, which is fucking crazy, first of all. Yeah. But it works the way, like, that is actually one of the best scenes. Yeah, it winds up working better. It totally does. It does work well. And it happens, by the way, directly halfway through the movie. Yes. Yep. Because it's a switch of, I mean, it's a switch of perspective. You're going yep. from yep. Uh, Lucius to uh, 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 Mary. Is is that her name? Ivy. Ivy. Ivy sorry. Yes. Bryce Dallas. Bryce Howard. Dallas Howard. Yeah, because yeah, in like you know they're fast friends. And She's named after all the fancy universities Hollywood kids can go to. <laughs> we were gonna call her Brown at first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I heard one time that their kids, at least some of them, are named after, at least part, somewhere in their name, they have. Uh, the the town or city where they were conceived. Oh, that's why Dallas is there. Oh, nice, oh. dude. Yeah. I, th- I think I read that somewhere. Huh. Yeah, yeah kind of. She may have said it on a talk show at some point. Interesting. So, yeah. uh, so does, Ron Howard was slapping cheeks in Dallas one day. Yeah, he I went think, to Dealey yeah. Plaza in the afternoon, got lunch. <laughs> you know, he went a little sightseeing tour. Yeah, I was feeling a little nostalgic. Yeah, I went to Dealey Plaza, got and got, I, yeah. I have to go to my sex journal now because she fucked my wife. <laughs> he got he got more shots off there than Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> He didn't act alone either. Hello. Ooh, there was someone there helping Ron. Mm. Fuck. Yeah, was Frank Sinatra still alive? Was he helping with that one too? <laughs> so whatever, like, you know, like they're like romantically budding and so on and so forth. But like Joaquin Phoenix really wants to go and go to the other parts of town because it's like, dude, everyone's going to die. Yeah. Um, and you guys are idiots. Lo and behold, Adrian Brody, it's discovered that he's been going into the woods. He finds the the berries that grow wherever. So Joaquin Phoenix is like, well, if he can go, I can go kind of a thing. It's right. like, this is all fucking bullshit anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is the first monster monster it's attack. It's actually kind of an interest. I kind of like this scene when Joaquin Phoenix goes into the woods the first time alone. Because like he sees the berries. And then it's like, you don't really see the monster. But you know he knows it's there. And it's yes. kind of this eerie moment. And he looks like... I'm uh, walking back to the village now. Yeah, totally. He turns tail. I mean, and it's so great because all of this, it's awesome that he's by himself. He, you know, nothing is said, uh, you know, I, and this was all from the trailer, of course. Like he puts the paint bucket down. Yeah. They're out there, you know, painting poles like you would or whatever <laughs> fucking fuck nonsense. Stupid chore they're doing. Well, I guess it's the thing. It's like William Hurt's like, I don't know. It's going to get pretty boring. Let's make a bunch of like weird shit. Every week we have to paint the trees yellow for yep, some reason. Exactly. And so he's out there. The hood comes off. The paint bucket goes down and he steps across the line. I remember it clear as day from the trailer. It's a very great moment. And this is, yeah, you get like the legs of one of them. You briefly yes, see like the yeah. back of one of them or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. And I got to tell you, even though I know, you know, I knew what the movie was last night watching it, that quick like scurry across the frame he's very good at that it got yeah. me again it's the same shit like in signs when you're looking at yeah. the home movie at the birthday party and then the little alien like runs by very scary i wish you would just make a straight horror movie where like there wasn't yeah. really a twist it was yeah. just like because you think about something like midsummer and like there's twists in that but the movie doesn't need them necessarily you know what i yeah. mean like it that's not but, you can watch right. when you rewatch midsummer you're like wow there's a lot here they're not treated as twists by the director. Isn't like laying it on like this is it's a twist. A, it's a twist for the characters. It's yes. not a twist for the audience. Like yeah, it, like even you know the, which way the wind's blowing in Midsommar. Even yes. Wicker Man, which has a kind of a t- big twist. It, yeah. It's like it's not as treated as 
monumental as yes. M Night's twist. And you're not just like, like this go- is an unfortunate development, yes. Yes. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> which, which everyone else could have seen coming. Exactly, yeah. and that's the thing is that you don't have to go back and, and be like, oh, does this make sense now that I know this information? Does that make sense now that I don't know? Yeah, it, that doesn't have it doesn't matter because it's just the end of the movie too. Right? You know what I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The movie had to, had to have an ending, and it's it's a bit surprising, but it's not a twist. Yeah, I like, exactly. and yeah, I think he's a good horror director. I just wish he would do like a horror movie, like a straight up horror movie. Is that what that fucking uh, old lady grandma movie is? Isn't the visit like more of a straight up? Horror? I mean, I guess it's, it's fucking found footage. No, I, but I did not see it. there is something. No, I haven't seen it either. But I remember I've heard plenty of people talk about it. There is some weird thing where it's not just a straight horror. Oh, movie. is that right? I see. Just do it. Just do one. Like, give yeah. me one. It'd yeah. be really interesting. You'd be really good at it, dude. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You'd be really good at and it. And you get yourself uh, something called a writer. And then he mm. writes the scary stuff. And then you do the thing which you love to do, which is direct the scary stuff. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great. Exactly. Um, but so like, uh, yeah, so like they're just kind of, Joaquin Phoenix, this is the big first monster attack thing where like the monsters go into the tent. Do you think Brendan Gleeson is just like, we need to go back to Rick Baker. I I, I got to be honest. This thing ain't fitting no more. You know, we have uh, the same costumes since the bicentennial. <laughs> no, the the little claws ain't fitting on me chubby hands as well. Yeah, yeah, the time that Nathan Piston won, we never actually got to wash it. Wait, are we sure that we're just vegetarians in the village? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I got to look at one of these costumes. Look like someone had an enchilada accident in it. There's a, uh, yeah, there, listen, we have to expel Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> there is a secret Wawa down the hall, down the road that he's been frequenting. It, he's been going to Hoagie Fest every he's, single night. He's been going and he's been getting those pre-made sandwiches <laughs> at the gas station. That's right. He's uh, He's made quite a spectacle of himself at the county fair. Notice all these Polaroids that I've had brought in. <laughs> it's him in the costume taking big pictures with people at the fair. Oh, here's, oh, one of our scary monster claws giving a claw thumbs up. And look at this. He's soliciting tips. He's getting tips. <laughs> look, he's got a, he's taking a big bite of a hot dog in this one. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. The other day I had to explain to Jesse Eisenberg what Rolos were. And I said that they were, Evil trinkets from the gods. Um, <laughs> well, what the fuck did you want me to do? <laughs> I'm starving. I mean, I mean, we say one of the elders have been doing it, but maybe he's the guy that's skidding all these little goats that's, that they're leaving around. Thank you. That is a thing that like it's never really followed up on in the movie. They're finding all these skinned foxes and yes. goats all over the place, and it's like, what I is going on it's here? It's supposed to be Adrian Brody because yes. he's so violent and creepy. Yes. William Hurt says something though about it's like one of the I elders. suspect it's one of the oh, elders. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna make sure that that's put to a stop <laughs> when he's when he's talking oh, yes. to Bryce Dallas Howard. Because here's the other thing, that whole sequence of like I'm going to like let you in on it, Bryce Dallas Howard. The only like reaction from her is just like sitting around and crying. I need the like, what on earth have you done? What the fuck do you mean? He, 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 she needs a shove. Like you shove this old fuck. Like yeah. your whole life has been a complete lie. I mean, it's a huge fucking revelation, and she's just like. <laughs> I think it's kind of a thing that where he <laughs> he doesn't um he doesn't give her everything. He doesn't give up the whole ghost because as she's leaving, he's like, "Yeah, these are just suits that we've had in the shed that's forbidden, but also." I've heard of t- 
tale of some <laughs> actual monster. And you're like, no, okay. you didn't, asshole. Yeah, like that's you. I because like that's oh the right. Part. He said he was like, that's what I used to teach in the history yeah. class or something. That's well, the yes. part of Santa Claus where it's like, well, no, actually, Santa Claus still exists, but um, those, in your heart, in your those, yeah. But actually, mom and dad help him by buying uh, the presents. Yeah, it's like, no, fuck of, you. No, yep. he's the spirit of the season. Let's <laughs> yes, just of course, yes, of course. <laughs> No, I, like, I mean, like, you would, I mean, the, the, re, I just want her to fucking, like, bust out of the bar and be like, fuck it! <laughs> it's all bullshit! Go fucking shit anywhere you want! We're eating Doritos tonight! I think it would have been cool if, like, Joaquin Phoenix actually got out, didn't get stabbed, got to the town, saw someone in a red t shirt and stabbed them to death. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then the cops are investigating. It becomes like the end of Monty Python and the Holy Grail where all these cops are like, yeah, hey, put that shield down. Come on. <laughs> yes. Like we're all arresting everyone. <laughs> Man, that movie's great. I rewatched Holy Grail uh, recently and oh, just nice. the cops just arresting them. It's terrific. It's an amazing <laughs> ending. Um so eventually we have like a, the big wedding scene of uh uh, we're talking about the monsters. Oh, we, sure. The yeah. Anne Frank. Oh, right. Yeah, we are. We are. Do, there is the hiding in the basement yes. sequence, and this is like when you look back at it, you're like, oh, okay. So like tonight, it was uh, William Hurt definitely playing one of these monsters, yeah. and then like whomever else's, sure. uh, maybe Sigourney Weaver was in on it that night. It was her shift to pick <laughs> up because like Judy Greer is hanging out with like other people's kids and yeah. stuff, like watching them. So, like, you presume there was some, like, well, there's an elders meeting tonight or, like, whatever's yes. going on. Yeah. And I guess this is, like, we're just doing this every few, like, six months to a year when people are starting to, like, get out of hand a well, little. Well, yeah, I think, I think yeah. because this is when they find out that Joaquin Phoenix has gone out a little bit. And they're like, oh, that, that can't be. Kind he of straight so, up turns himself in, by the way. Yeah, puss. Which is kind of, well, no, I think it's it's kind of nice to see William Hurt being like, this was very, like, courageous. I'm, like, proud yeah. of you for yeah. owning up to this. And Well, that's right, because they're like, someone, they have the whole big village meeting. It's like, someone breached the grounds. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because they're in. Actually, are they in? Is it just like the town hall or is this a church that they're in? I don't, we don't where, know. Where William Hurt is yeah. like, you are the bravest boy yeah. I've ever, I'm sorry, yeah. like Marlon Brando there, but like, <laughs> you know, like, you're the bravest boy I've ever yeah. known for turning yourself in, you fucking coward. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like a town hall or something, but it, yeah. it would be great to have all that shit defined. We spend so much time in this village without knowing the ins and outs of it. I yeah. do remember the Anne Frank scene where we go into the thing. It was scary in the theater. I remember being like, there was tension there, yeah. and it's not Wasn't anymore. Wasn't she an addict? <laughs> she was an addict. Uh, I, I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, pulling a reverse hand, Frank. Yeah, okay. yeah, but you know, like everyone has little shelters to yes, go in, yeah, or whatever. They're all, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all, it's all duck and cover. And then I think it's a thing where it's just like William Hurt in this suit is going around like rapping on the door, <laughs> making sure that everyone's say, hiding. The guard tower sequence, I really enjoyed. The fact that I don't know if it was Pitt or someone else that night. But just seeing like the monster yes. in a quick flash, yes. yep. and then like having that like I need a minute because this is fucking crazy before ringing the bell. Yeah, yes. totally. It makes it is Michael Pitt, and yeah. it makes you realize like he's not some like trained whatever. Like he's yeah. just a kid and just shit his pants for a second there. But that is another moment where yeah, he opens the the door to the guard tower, <laughs> and you see one sort of scurry by. Again, I knew what's going on in this movie. Yeah. It made me jump a little bit. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. And I mean, there's good parts to this movie. It just oh, yeah. doesn't really come together. And no. now they have this barn wedding, which is 
very familiar now. I mean, ever, these, this is every wedding anyone's ever had. Yeah, now. totally. Yeah, yeah. M Night was very ahead of the time. <laughs> he was. You knew what was going on. I was like, these, <laughs> these things are going to be huge. <laughs> this is going to be enormous. I was like, Chelsea, I want our wedding reception uh, <laughs> to mirror that of the one in M Night Shyamalan's <laughs> The Village. Yeah, your invite said no red, which was really weird. Yeah, yeah but you know, it was it was the forbidden color. Dude. Mm. <laughs> I, I was actually playing a monster at your wedding. <laughs> Oh man, I was running around the perimeter growling. (laughs) Yeah, I remember I was was getting a drink at the bar and I saw Eric out of the corner of my eye. I jumped. Terrifying, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah, there's a big old wedding and like they're doing all these like Celtic dances and shit. And I'm like, when? All right, so was there like. Did they get a choreographer? Did William Hurt, the billionaire, son, like, <laughs> we will obviously need a choreographer oh. for the dances. Well, Judy, I, 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 I called in a favor. I got my friend John Mumford and his sons <laughs> to play at your wedding. I mean, it would be really interesting if they leaned, like, we found out more about the society if they shunned religion. And that's why, that's why we had to travel so far into the remote areas to make this. Like, if you could have really leaned into that, like, this is like a weird breakaway sect in the 1800s, and that's why they're so far out that it's like, who's attacking us? Because that's be what, isn't that what the family's doing in The Witch? Like, they've yes. they've left because of, like, a religious yeah. situation? Of yeah, like, the dad just, like, you know, got... He's kind of over it? Yeah, he, no, he just got... Yep. And it, they weren't it. hard enough for him. Yes, oh, that, that, that's, that's yes. right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's a Mel Gibson type of dad. <laughs> exactly. Really, there wasn't enough blood. <laughs> I got to rewatch that. That was a great movie. movie. You know, it's a good uh, double feature if you're into it. The Witch. and We we did this when we stayed in Salem. We did The Witch and then Lords of Salem right after it. So it's like you're kind of doing it. Yeah, it's fun. I like that. Mm -hmm. Two good movies. Two great movies. Uh, The the weird moment in this, though, is like where. It's weird because you never get a sense that like Bryce Dallas Howard's belief in any of this is cracking this early in the movie. Where she goes and stands out on the porch and is like, I'm going to be totally fine. Joaquin Phoenix is going to get me. These yeah. monsters aren't going to do nothing. And yeah. it's like, I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, she's guess like, no, dude, prove me wrong. I, if I get eaten by a fucking monster, great. <laughs> right. yeah. You know what? At this point, I'm fucking sick Because I feel that's kind of what this is. Yeah, right? Now, is the flashback to the, her knowing everything's fake already happened? No, that happens no, a little no, bit no. later. because She comes back. Yeah, at this at this point, she still the, the, she still she, believes she still believes that okay. the monsters. But honestly, if you're hearing all these fuckers say "doff" all the time, <laughs> you might as well eat me. Yeah. Eat me a fucking whole. And structurally, then, though, that what you're talking about though is frustrating in this movie, where William Hurt is like, "Okay, now whatever you do, I'm going to open this fucking shed. Don't yeah. scream." And then it cuts farther ahead, and she's walking in the woods with Michael Pitt and Fran Kranz. And then at some point after that, it flashes back to William Hurt showing her the shit. And I'm like, dude, just get it over with M. Night. It's M. Night. He wants yeah. to hold on to the big lie as long as he possibly can. <laughs> it's just, yeah, like that part structurally is so stupid. But back at this point, yeah, she's still, as far as we know, like totally into it. It is, isn't questioning anything. And they're having a nice wedding. And then some kids, and I don't even know when this is, like how this is either paid off or what, like. These kids are like, we saw monsters in the village. And that's when, like, William Hurt's like, well, it can't. Um, He's, like, looking around, like, counting all the elders. Yep. Like, wait a minute. Uh, everybody was off tonight. <laughs> there, was, there was a special event. We were closed for a private event. Okay, I'm going to go into the woods. I better. I, I, oh, the, the wedding food. More fucking, uh, <laughs> more fucking spinach canapes. No thanks. 
time oh. to go to fucking Wendy's. All <laughs> right, Burger King, I'm coming your way, baby. No more grass meatballs for me. Sneaks <laughs> in. He's like, it's just, and he, oh, I better wear my monster suit of else The kids are going to be really up my arse. William Hurt goes up to him. He's like, I can smell the pizza on you. <laughs> he walks in. He's got a pizza. He walks into Pizza Hut with the monster garb on. Uh, I'll have uh, one uh, double stuff uh, meat lovers, please. Come right up, Jerry. And I could pay in a bag of grain, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is the other interesting thing is William Hurt talking about how in their society money doesn't exist. Yes. And I need to know more about the society. Like when, when, Bryce Dallas Howard after this wedding goes out there with Pitt and whoever else she's got magic rocks well that's the last Is yes. this, am I jumping ahead no 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 no. But you, you, you're, it's fine it's fine no but that's like sort of William Hurt's last ditch effort to be like all right if the kids are worried just tell them there's magic rocks it's like I mean I feel like in a puritanical Christian village it would be like you carry this crucifix or some shit yes, exactly. and I just I need to know more about the societal structure absolutely yeah it doesn't yeah. make any sense and like the, even the kids even Pitt and Kranz are like that sounds like bullshit dude <laughs> that yeah, is fucking yeah. hilarious yeah Michael Pitt is like he's got some line like well wait a second why are we just hearing about these magic rocks right now and she's like no reason <laughs> because what happens is uh after the wedding, there's another monster attack, or maybe not, and we're afraid. And this is the scene where uh, Lucius and Ivy get together on the porch. This is a great scene between two solid asses. Yeah, absolutely. Do you find me too much of a tomboy? Yeah, that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she and he's and she, you know, she's like, "Why don't you ever speak?" And he's like, "You speak so much." And like, it's a fun little, you know, romantic. It's a great like you know, he. You know, he's like, what good would it be if I fucking told you that I wake up thinking about you? Like, what does it matter? You know, yeah. like, it really is. It's it's nicely written. But like the two of them really just fucking yeah. go at it in this scene. Yeah. And then they decide to go get together. And, and like the news is that they're getting married. And that this is when Adrian Brody just kind of it's kind of it is a great scene when he just comes upon, uh, you know, Joaquin Phoenix. I guess he's a blacksmith or some nonsense. Some nonsense job. Yeah, I don't know what he's working It'd on. It'd be cool if I knew. Yeah. Definitively. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. And it's just basically like, well, you probably heard there's different kinds of love. And like Adrian Brody's not having and he just yeah. stabs this dude. And again, like, yes, if he was just a jealous lover, like the, the evil kid or like the bad seed, yeah. it's a much better ending. It's a much better yes. movie because like making him like this guy who's not responsible for his actions. It just it's a sticky, bad idea. I almost don't even understand this at all because he gets stabbed in the gut. He falls down, and then there's a double tap of being stabbed in the chest. Yeah, and you're telling me you could go get some penicillin down the road, and he's gonna be fine. That's Days later, too. Yeah, by yeah the way. I don't believe it at all. It's really, really suspect here. Like, if you just had the one in the gut, like, yeah. As we know from Reservoir Dogs, it takes a long time <laughs> to bleed out. You gotta have. You gotta define these characters more. If Brendan uh, Brendan Gleeson's not the minister, maybe he's a doctor. Yes, exactly. And maybe he actually well, knows what doctoring is, is in the nineteen eighties or whatever. There is really? a secret doctor. The yes. fucking tall guy who's been in a bunch of well, shit. You know, you know, you know who he is. He's yes. from the happening. He's hot dog guy. The, the doctor oh, is the wow. hot dog. Yes, guy. you're yes, right. Yes. I recognized him from something. That yes. must be it. But then, like. I need more scenes with that guy. I need to see him patching him up. I, I I agree on that part, but it does serve for a rad. As much as I was criticizing the like, why don't they talk normally to each other in private? 
it works for me one time where William Hurt is basically asking this guy like, hey, man, can actual medical technology yeah. save this yes. guy? You know what I mean? Because he's like, if you tell me right now that there is a chance. Hey, look at me. Look, make eye contact. <laughs> is there a chance? Wink, wink, that the boy will live. Like he's saying, like, can we fucking send someone out to yeah. get actual medical equipment? If I was to go to an H-O-S-P-I-G-A-L. <laughs> Would there exactly. be hope for my boy here? Now, Dr. Thompson, <laughs> when I look at you, you know, like, yeah. it is kind of a neat moment, but it's also just dumb because just ask Jerry if he can stitch him up. So, yeah, he brings an IV is like, you know, she's like, I'm going to I'm going to go to the towns. I have to do it. And he's like, well, she's blind. This is crazy enough to work. <laughs> yep. And he tells him the monsters aren't real and he gives her a watch because there's no money. First of all, if you're doing this thing, you need like a hundred grand in cash just in that in that you bunker. You need yep. that Doc Brown suitcase yes. with all kinds of money. You're a billionaire, so you you could just have a million bucks in cash on you hand. You should have a map of the preserve too. This is when we should start thinking something's up. Without, yeah. I guess, it maybe it would be too much of a twist, right, to, for him to have like a well done map or whatever. But like, yeah, I it. it this movie, it falters because they try to do that twist yes. suddenly. All right. Yes. What you need to do is go here, take this money in this bag. And when you when you get past the preserve, you put on this quiet riot T-shirt. And these, <laughs> these my, my daughter, are dungarees. You will blend and in amongst them. Is she being sent because she is blind? I think yeah. so. And that's like, oh, well, now they'll preserve the way of life. Fucking sick shit, dude. Sick it's, shit. It's fucking twisted. I mean, it's also a weird thing. You also hear some line where it's William Hurt. Apparently, it's because, like, clearly Bryce Dallas Howard was not born blind. Like, the yeah. character was not born blind. And because uh, he's got some line about, like, don't you know how hard it was when I was told my daughter was going to lose her, her sight was failing? Yeah. And it was like, hey, man. You uh, could have fucking hightailed it to that path. Yeah. Before, I would huh? be keeping that to myself, Absolutely. William Hurt. That yep. one I would die with, she, honestly. Yeah, I yep. blinded my daughter. <laughs> she yep. also says, like, she can see people's color. Yeah. And yeah. I think she can kind of see that she's surrounded by red at one point. Yeah. When she goes out of the town. She just needs glasses. And they just don't have <laughs> them. Yeah. And they refuse she's, to give them. She's got a stigmatism. Like, yeah. well, here's yeah. this cane to get around <laughs> town, I guess. <laughs> but it's yeah, okay when you get there you put on these by the way get me go down to fort street and get me what is called a cheesed steak Cheez-It. <laughs> it's a very old timey food that i have oh. not had in many moons let me ask uh brendan gleason okay a chopped cheese as well uh, he's really into them Oh, all right. Now I knew. I, now I told Brent. Now it's turning into a big order. So that's two cheesesteaks. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna write it down. Hang on a second. It's three bacon, egg, and cheeses on a on a Kaiser roll. What, what are you having? <laughs> or, Daddy, I want a pizza. <laughs> uh, eight coffees, light and sweet. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, I guess I have to start this all over. A baconeth, cheeseth, egg, and. <laughs> And as a reminder, this laundry list of things we need you to get is, uh, yeah, it's going to keep the monsters away from us somehow. <laughs> yeah. They they hate bacon. 
Yeah. <laughs> they not, just straight up hate big. Do not return to the village without a turkey club. <laughs> okay, yeah, and you've got to go to, uh, yeah, uh, we, all right, you got to go to uh, a place called B. Dalton's. I think it still exists. And get anything by Jody Picoult. Anything. <laughs> Look. We don't know. Just and just just ask the lady. Uh, it, it keeps the monsters away too. Yeah. Ask them how many Ludlums have come out <laughs> since 1988, and Ludlums. just get all of them for me. What is a Ludlum? It's a yeah. It's a monster repellent. Just fucking shut up and get it. Yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck oh, yeah. up. By the way, ignore the fact that we're a vegetarian village and get that meat. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Oh yeah. Oh it, all right. No. All right. Yeah. Also, we're uh. Need you to pick up a box of what's called condoms. <laughs> Tired of wrapping it up. <laughs> I mean, I have knocked up Sigourney Weaver so many fucking times. Most is, of these are Sigourney's children. That's a dumb thing in this movie that they never explain why it exists the way it does. Yeah. It's like William Hurt is so in love with her, but refuses to do anything about it. Like, and that doesn't go anywhere. No. It just it doesn't get paid off at all. Like, she smells him at one yes. point, and like that's she like wants- a good scene. Like I, I kind of yeah. was like, that's a, he. He's patient enough to let it seem like that. Sit for a minute, sure. But like it's just in the middle of this fucking terrible. Everything else is terrible, so that <laughs> thing just gets wrapped up in it. It's also, like, just get it wet. I just yes. need more of it, I guess. And it's like I'm not saying this movie should be two and a half hours, but maybe it would be better. It Possibly, might have been. like and just because that's you could do that, like. You should pay this stuff off if you're setting it up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and maybe everyone in town has some sordid little detail about them, and like that's well, and that's what if, they, it, if we're talking about the village, which is, is sure uh, he does kind of allude to that, right? With those boxes that they all have. No, fuck but you, off! But you only see William Hurt open his, yeah. yeah. You know, and like Sigourney's got one. I don't want to know what's in Brendan Gleeson's <laughs> chest of horrors. Also, they all look like they haven't aged that much. What no. did this just happen ten years ago? <laughs> Has I mean, it's been it, it's, like eight years you've the, been in this little place. The newspaper that M Night has is dated that it's this is it's set in two thousand four. This is two thousand. But like, when did it start? When the did 70s, they go in like the nineteen seventies? It's late seventies. There's no fucking Pop, way. Or the eighties. No. I don't know. Yeah. They have like that one photograph, and like they are de-aged in that yes. one picture that William Oh, Hurt's yeah, yeah, yeah. At. But, like, William Hurt, if that was true, William Hurt would have a cane. Yeah. Whatever fucking, make a goddamn wheelchair out of a tree, I guess. <laughs> that I'd like to Dude, see. Something. It would be fantastic if they were all amputees because everyone kept getting, like, fucking gangrene and it's like, well, yeah. we gotta, you know what? In for a penny, in for a pound, Brendan Gleeson, hold on to this wood while I saw your leg off. I took an oath! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but so she goes with Michael Pitt and Fran Kranz and yeah, she's got the magic rocks, which I think she, even she knows is bullshit. She, she drops them after they leave. It's a great shot. When they both finally like run away, she, it's a great, like the camera follows it down and she turns it over and dumps them out. I love though, when this mission starts out, they just cross into the woods. Fran Kranz is like the third guy in dog day afternoon who doesn't go into the bank. He's just like, ah, Fuck it. <laughs> just runs away. I kind of want like the seeds of them coming, like both of them one at a time coming back to the village. And it's just like, William was like, oh man, we really need to toughen these kids. Oh, oh my God. God. Look at these dough boys. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, not one of them brought back a bacon, egg and cheese. <laughs> how, all right. How is she supposed to carry all that? <laughs> you really fucked up this order. 
The Michael Pitt one, I don't even, I get even less because he's like, he spends a night in a tent with her yes. and they keep going. And then he's like, uh, that's enough for me too. He's a, another character. They just decide not to focus on define whatsoever. Yeah. The last line that Jesse Eisenberg has in this movie, he's fucking out of focus in a doorway. He's the one that runs in when Bryce Dallas Howard fans Joaquin Phoenix yeah. on the floor. And the only way you know it's him is because you can hear his yeah. voice, but otherwise he's completely out Mr. of focus. Walker. Mr. Walker. <laughs> yeah. oh, I got to wow, say, nice. Jesse Eisenberg, you're talking about twisty movies, uh -huh. is the star of probably the stupidest movie I've seen in quarantine. Really? Was Vivarium Gang. Oh, yeah. That's on Prime now for free. If you're Vivarium? in Vivarium. Vivarium. And what, what, is, what is this it's about? It's him, and I want to say uh, Juno Temple, maybe, or. Is it her or Mia Wasikowska? It's one of one them. One of those. Yeah. And they're a couple that go to look at a house. And then creepy stuff happens, and then they're stuck in this like. Is it a haunted house movie? No, you wish it was. You oh, really? Wish. It's so. I will spoil it here. If you got, if folks are into like stupid twist movies, you were wrong twice, Steve. It was Imogen Poots. That's the, the third uh, of those three. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, interchangeable pale women. Yes, yes totally. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a terrible movie. Just an FYI. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so yeah so she she's now alone because Michael Pitt it's kind of great he's like well you're blind and the monsters will take pity on you and she's like yeah right asshole it's a total garbage thing too because he's like you know just like they took pity on Adrian Brody or something gotta go <laughs> why would you assume that these like you are told these are meat eating monsters where in the lore is there anything about sympathy to the weak or no, differently no. abled or whatever? Well, they like, say they say something about a truce. Like, if we if we keep to this truce, they'll right. blah blah they, blah. There's a meat ceremony where they toss some livestock out, yeah, like just half a lamb. I think it was a half of a pig. <laughs> oh, it might have been. You cut to Brendan Gleeson, like that's pretty good. He just well, like, they, has a little BBQ. That's actually a great yes. great point because like. They he says an elder removes it. They take turns. Yeah. So I feel like someone's just eating a pig in the woods. Absolutely. Because yep. apparently this is a vegetarian village. Yet we're raising livestock. Why do you have pigs if you're not eating them? I understand having cows for milk if you're sure. not eating them. Sure. But what 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 does a pig add? Well, the pig shit is just fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess <laughs> a fertilizer. It. Yeah. Uh, but so she's off on her own now, and. This is, I mean, and again, like, they, there's a scene where it's her and, like, she looks and, like, there's a little bit of a red berry. And then we pan up and, oh, my God, there's so many red berries. You've already told me the monsters don't exist. I yep. don't give a shit. And that's, it's so fucking stupid because the movie thinks that that one throwaway line from yes. William Hurt. That's yes. why it's like this pseudo double twist mm -hmm. because he's like, and maybe they're definitely real also. Yes. So that when she goes there, because right after that, it's a cool shot. Like the reveal of she's in this like berry patch or whatever. Yeah. Then you see the mom star like right after yes. that. And it's the movie doubly lying to you. Like, Oh shit! Is it real? But whoops! Spoiler alert! That's Adrian Brody, who, mm. if I'm understanding correctly, after being locked in a schoolhouse or some shit, found a backup costume underneath floorboards, yep. put it on, and ran into the forest 
and somehow knew how to find her after she'd already been out there walking for a day. It's whatever. I mean, yeah, it's a lot. She does fall in that pit and get stuck and has to climb out. Maybe, Bit of a rad scene. Maybe that was eight hours and we didn't know, and that allowed him to catch, catch up. up. Yeah, 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 maybe that would be she was hanging it. there for a whole day. But her experience in the pit allows her to trick this monster, which was pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, she also ah, gets mud ah, all over her. What's that? Like the Batman. <sighs> I'm almost there. <laughs> oh, you were you only <laughs> you grew up in the village. I was born in the village. Oh, that would be monster. great if when Bruce Wayne finally ascends, it's just M Night Shyamalan in a guard tower. Like, oh, it's actually 2012. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? Yeah. Hey, Bruce Wayne, you did it. <laughs> Good job. Line of coffee. <laughs> welcome to welcome to Philly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just a big hole in the middle of Philly. <laughs> yeah, this is actually in Asa Asa, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Nobody knows it. It's it's a big hole right behind the art museum. No one ever sees it. The older I get, the more I respect his decision to stay in Philadelphia because it's like you know, there's something to be said about sleeping in your own bed every day. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I totally 100%. get it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not going to fuck it. I, mean, I really think I would love to know where old was filmed. I re- it has to be. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they're in a fucking Philadelphia mall. At the end of that movie. <laughs> it's a VR hut. <laughs> uh, but so, and also another thing, when she gets to the hole, like, oh my God, her cloak is now full of mud and that yellow color doesn't matter anymore. And I'm like, it hasn't mattered for a while, movie. Yep. Yep. That's exactly Why right. Why isn't she just flipping it? Yeah, and this and this is what that's a great question. And this is when you Maybe cut she back. doesn't know that there's mud all over it. I uh, she's you, blind. You cut back to William Hurt, who's telling the elders that he let her go, and everyone's freaking the fuck out. And I would if we have him, Brendan because Brendan Gleason's like, well, if it had to end, it had to end. I'm like, no, my kid died three weeks ago when he was seven years old. Yep. This I'm sorry that he somebody- fucking had asmar, dude, and he had to <laughs> fucking die because we all took an oath. Fuck you, William Hurt. Exactly. Who is Adrian Brody's father in this? It's just that the other guy. Oh, um, cool. Uh, no, <laughs> See, that's I mean, what that shows you. The movie is failing. The Weston, on Weston's husband. Yes, it's it's her. Yes. Celia Weston is the mother, and then some. Guy, he's got like red hair. He's kind of heavy. John like, Christopher Jones. Is I would have loved actor. more of, of that. this family dynamic. And he was what in this Moonstruck, is. apparently. I mean, it would have been nice to watch him. I mean, he had to hide this fucking extra costume like it's the cocaine money <laughs> <laughs> under the fucking boards like how important was it? you already said this place is like forbidden exactly like right. why so, would you put it anywhere else did we do we mention that he falls into this pit and dies like in this like yeah Viet Cong trap that she sets <laughs> for <laughs> well it's also great so William Hurt's like oh yeah like I'm gonna let this go on and they're like but what about our kids no 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 Ivy and Lucius are lead actors. <laughs> they will lead our whatever. Our the next. He does say, "Who do you think you could live forever?" And I wish we got "Who wants to live forever" from Queen. Yeah, like if he just says that. Oh, totally. Needle drop. Needle drop. Well, dude. technically, uh, Noah is also a leading man, but that's been very recent. <laughs> very recent. The pianist is just out, folks. <laughs> Anyway, what do I start about? Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> but yes, she does Viet Cong him, uh, and he falls in the pit and dies. And he's and here's of- the thing: it's devastating yes. because he has no clue what's happening to him. Yes, and you watch him suffer 
be confused yeah. and be scared and die. You know if what? If this was a fucking crime of passion guy and he was the pseudo villain of the movie, yep. it's it's way easier to swallow. Instead, true. you're just watching this guy. He has no fucking clue yep. what happened to him. And he just but dies. He, like, fuck, he fucked around and found out, you know? <laughs> oh, man. And that's the, the fact of it. I'm sorry that he doesn't comprehend that he fucked around and found out. But. But, man, and that's I, the, I mean, that's the other thing, right, that the movie never gets to because no one ever gets to tell any of these people to go fuck themselves. But like, okay, Brendan Gleeson and William Hurt and whoever else, you fucking took this out, Sigourney Weaver. I didn't. Yep. I was born into it. You yeah. never fucking gave me a decision. Like, mm-hmm. And now I cracked my head on a rock in a hole and I'm dead and I don't know Thanks why. for jack shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of nice shot of him with the, the monster helmet off while he's dying. Yeah, this. no, it, it is, guess, again, great, great um, uh, cinematography in this movie. And great Adrian Brody acting when you, you, when you give him an... Uh, <laughs> just don't, uh, don't talk. <laughs> Adrian, just, just sit there and die. So she gets over the cliff and uh, the wall and this is when, like, she tries. Does the guy take the watch? That's my question. <laughs> he definitely does, he does dude. Because it. at the end of the movie, when he's like, "Oh, hey, M. Night, where's that huge ladder?" No reason. He helps her over and everything. The last shot you see of this guy, he's in the truck and the fucking pocket watch is hanging from the rear view mirror. Dude, you don't even need the pocket watch. All you need to do is call a fucking hard copy and you are a millionaire. Yeah. Totally, dude. You don't blow even the know whistle what's going on, on this, this thing. fucking thing. Yeah, Absolutely. The, the lost walker boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he started a commune. Totally. Hey, uh, you know, fucking any news outlet in the world. Like yes. Ted, Ted Koppel, what do you got tonight? Is it a slow <laughs> Thursday? I'm about to knock your socks off, Ted Koppel. So, yeah, and just yeah. M, the fact that M Night has to be the guy—it's always the worst. And like, it's so like it's so annoying because you never see his face until it's a reflection. It's like you know, we know it's you, dude. Yeah, I heard your voice, dude. I know exactly who's sitting at that desk. What's funny is I only saw this in the theater, and then now, and I had been convinced in my mind that uh, M Night and this character were like the same person. Yes, yeah, so like, I thought he was pulling up in a car. Uh, that's right? so crazy. That's exactly the memory I had. I had a totally, wow, in my head, like M. Night getting out of that cruiser yeah, yes. and being like, what's going on here? See, because I I was like, oh, this piece of shit, because he has to do a tricky shot where he reveals himself yes. when he uh, quiet opens the refrigerator yes, and right. you see M. Night in the background. Yes. With it, like, that's Which, the reveal. He has to be a tricky piece of shit. For it. some reason, this like ranger station has tons and tons of vials of I don't know what this is. It's tons of different medications of all kinds. They say something, something animal bite, whatever. But like, if you know this, William William Hurt, then like every month I must go alone to the towns and I have the secrets thing that I could do with that with my fucking that only oh. I could do by the way and he comes back every month and you get fucking insulin you get fucking uh, penicillin and your children yeah. don't die in childbirth but exactly. the other thing like and that could help your story also because then it's like as these kids are getting older and Bryce Dallas and Joaquin are like well hey William Hurt you're doing this like yes. we want to do it and then they sneak off to do something like and discuss, you know, yeah. blow up the whole spot. And instead of doing the monsters, if you're leaning into the animal preserve, like there's so many fucking wolves in those yes. woods. Yeah. I bought a dozen wolves and put them on my <laughs> compound because I'm a billionaire. And then that's actually something real and something potentially scary. And maybe that's why they don't eat meat. And that's why they put meat outside of town. You would do have Sigourney Weaver at one point saying like, 
because she's like addressing them at one point and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, it could have been a wolf or a coyote yeah. probably. So like they have talked about well, real animals. I like just that. think yeah. it would be more convincing than a guy dressed in a porcupine costume. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, sure. that, that's the most annoying scene in the whole movie to me is there's this one scene because you would think they'd want to avoid a scene like this. But like Sigourney Weaver and William Hurt are talking behind a barn and she's like, it's not enough uh, blood for a coyote. It's too yeah. tall to be a yes. coyote. It, this isn't bullshit. All of this is real. Yes, exactly. like, yes, I'm like, no, you know you're in on it. What the fuck? That was the scene. That was the exchange that yes. made me have that thought of why wouldn't they talk normally to each other? Yeah, you're, like, you're totally oh, right. Like, because it's like, what are you fucking delusional? Like, exactly. is it is it Stockholm syndrome at this point? You obviously still you are literally thinking every day of your life about this fake situation. You yes, of course. Every time you wake up, you're like, man, I just wonder what the fuck. Uh, you know, is Mash to to- still on? Like, exactly. I, you know, I wanted, I wanted to go to Rome before I died. I guess that's not going to happen. I guess yep, I would exactly. live in this fucking whatever. Chance, yeah, just get in this corner with Sigourney Weaver and like, oh, is Eisenberg's not here anymore. Okay, okay. Oh, God. I want to fuck you so bad. <laughs> I haven't been able to say it in so long, but I, I love you and I want to fuck you. And uh, oh, doth uh, protest the, uh, the, the, the creature with the blood. How about you and me? We go in a fuck this. Vacation. We go to the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, the Super Bowl towns we'll go to. I really loved going to the movies. I haven't gone to the movies in 45 years. <laughs> Sigourney, the Eagles are good now. There is a Donovan McNabb. <laughs> <laughs> they found him. <laughs> oh, and whatever. Man. Like, you know, she, he gets all the medicine. And again, yeah, you have to be the the good guy in Kimmy Schmidt here and take this lady, just drive out of the fucking preserve. Yes. Absolutely. You've got to rescue and this And you woman. know, and that's what it needs to be, right? Is it like the movie favors the notion of you know, she gets back and society will continue that way. I need to see Cop cars rolling up on this compound, <laughs> yep. dude. A fucking chopper lands I down in the it. town square. Yeah. Really have those two visuals clash with each dude, other at the ha- end of this movie. Have the ending being like Joaquin Phoenix being airlifted out by a, yes. by a copter. With yeah. a fucking like oxygen mask yeah. over his face. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we could do like a cool shot of like his body like on the edge of the helicopter and you do like you see the, the ground of the village. You see the whole thing. Yep. And then, yeah, and then it was like it, the camera just follows the chopper for a little yeah. bit. You see maybe the Philly skyline. Yeah, something right, like that. exactly. What Do a that. cool visual, cool reveal. It would, be, it would be totally fucking rad. And then the most important turn in the movie, William Hurt in handcuffs. Absolutely. Because yeah. fucking come on, He goes everybody. down like Keith Rainier and uh, Sigourney Weaver goes down like Allison Mack. Yeah. That's how that shit goes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Definitely. You need that for the, and I guess it's just like he wants to turn it the other way because she comes back. And very interesting, after he's stabbed, you never see Joaquin Phoenix's yes. face again in the movie. When she comes yeah. back, it's like sort of his angle from the bed and she's just like, I have returned. Well, there's this thing. Jesse Eisenberg is like, oh, my gosh, she was attacked by a monster and she killed it. And that's yes. when. Oh, yes. That's, that's when right. what's her face. She starts bawling. And William Hurt just always put lipstick on a pig. Is like, he's like, oh, uh, well, your son has given a valiant sacrifice and he will now make our way of life more realistic. 
going <laughs> forward. Vicrady <laughs> hears, he's like, oh, thank God. I mean, we will bury him. Yeah, we yeah. will bury him. Meanwhile, no, thank God. I, I'm glad my little daughter didn't even have to have this, uh, a cry because her boyfriend got hurt. But your son is dead. And then a few generations from now, like the story goes down about how Bryce Dallas Howard got out there and a noble man named Kevin helped. <laughs> yes. And then it's like Kevin becomes like their messiah. Oh, yes. Dude, because she says to him like, oh, what is your name? What doth they call you? And he's like, Kevin. And then she goes, she doesn't say it, but she's like, Kevin? As if to say like, that's not a real name. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. We don't have names like that in the village. A great Kevin. man known as Kevin <laughs> came and helped. All hail Kevin. It, it turns into fucking uh, th- Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, Captain Kevin now. <laughs> oh, Captain Walker, speaking of oh, Walker. Oh, Walker, right. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a weird thing where William Hurt is like, he basically kind of puts it back to the group because he's, yeah, he's yeah. like, now the sacrifice of your son means that our secret is totally solidified. Now these kids are shit in their fucking pants. Now, is everybody cool with it? And like, that everybody sort of stands up who isn't already standing, like Sigourney stands up from the table. Yeah. Uh, th- then the dad, Adrian Brody's dad stands up. And then, yes, finally, the mother stands like, okay, I'll sacrifice my son for this stupid sociological experiment. You've got to bury, by the way, those medicine bottles. Because, like, what doth is this printing upon this this (laughs) label? Is this a gloss lamination? Printing. Yeah. (laughs) Did the Gutenbergs make this? What is this fairy potion known as morphine? Oh, dude, nice. And may I have more of it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, the oxy, Dan. Yeah, this wipes out the village. <laughs> it's like three people left. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is I want to know what the, how they cut loose. Is someone brewing beer? Like, yeah, what like, is going on? Yeah, what is the booze situation? And like you mentioned before, Eric, what is going on with the weed? Because why would you not be growing weed? Yeah. 1979, you're starting a compound. That's how you keep people in line. No, absolutely. No, no, no. It's like, hey, you you had a good day today. It's your birthday or something. Okay, you get the water without the mud in it. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, wow, what a great way to live. Like, And the last thing we haven't really talked about, we talked about a little bit, like, you hear one at a time all of their horrible stories. Oh, about, right. Like, yeah. Of like, cr- because they do have these boxes in their house. Like, what is it with your fascination with my <laughs> secret closet of mysteries? Like, <laughs> it's out in front of the kids. Like, they don't need, yeah. like, I understand, like, it's for them to remember what they're giving up and blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's also, it doesn't, I feel like it's unconvincing in a way because it's like every person's just like, yeah, I had a family. Uh, they were shot, and oh, I, I had a family, and they were shot too. Well, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just this random. Like my brother was a doctor, and he got shot in the eye while trying to help somebody. Yes. Well, yeah, that happens, dude. And Sigourney <laughs> Weaver's husband—that's a—he went out for milk, nah, dude. He was found naked in a, in a ravine. Yeah, yeah. dude, uh, Sigourney, it wasn't a trip to the grocery <laughs> stores. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Turnpike rest stop. <laughs> I mean, he's saying what we're all thinking. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you hear that because she she tells a similar. <laughs> she tells a similar story to Joaquin yes. Phoenix. Uh-huh. But then when you hear her tell it again, instead of her saying like he was found behind a barn or whatever yeah. the line is, 
you hear her say apartment building, yes. you know, and, and things like that. And you find that, yeah, and it's, 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 you know, it's, it's an interesting idea, like these people who... My uh, father was shot in the face by his business partner. That's why we don't have money anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. Because my asshole dad was killed by another asshole who then killed himself. So, yeah, I just, you know, kidnapped a bunch of kids. Yes. <laughs> Yep, and I'm watching them die systematically from very easily preventable ailments. Oh, but it's very tough for me. It's, oh, this is so, oh, all the weight, the weight and the pressure. Also, you know, a kid being stabbed in the gut and chest multiple times. Oh, he's fine. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, that special guy fell in a hole? Yeah, no, he's dead. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, 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 there'll be no medicine for him. Yeah, no, we'll go. Someone's got to bury the body. Or get your get your porcupine costume on and go dig him up. You think we should get the, bring him in this bed? No, no, bury him. <laughs> I mean, Noah didn't really do any work, so I don't know anything. And also, I mean, like, also, Brendan's kid was seven. I mean, come on. <laughs> no We're great gonna loss there. <laughs> come on. It is just nuts, man. It's fucking stupid. Kevin. <laughs> oh, I guess we're worshiping Kevin now. This is kind of, the village is kind of getting. You know what? Maybe it's a little too annoying now. Because every time I eat breakfast, I have to say all pray to Kevin. Oh, Kevin, are you sure his name wasn't Michael or something? <laughs> Kevin. Uh, but yeah, she walks back in the house and she just goes, "I'm back, Lucius," and that's yeah, that's it. The end of the movie. I got to tell you, uh, for as unsuccessful as most of this movie is. You got to stop. And this is not just M. Night Shyamalan. This is anybody who utilizes this. When you start rolling credits for your motion picture, you got to take the players right out of there. Yes. The players. It's the most pretentious. No, 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 no. Unless you're doing a literal Shakespeare adaptation, then you're okay. Sure. Even still, that's a bit fucking snotty. Even then, I'm kind of rolling my eyes a little bit. I'm looking at you. But with the fucking dumb shit village, there are no players. Please. It's just... But that is it. That is the end of the motion picture, The Village, directed by M. Night Shyamalan from the year of 2004. Would anybody recommend this movie? Steve, say that. I would not. Uh, I think that it's right on the right on the border. It's The problem is you listen to this, so you know the twist and all that stuff. Like I think the first time through, you're still not going to like it, but at least you'll be scared and like you'll jump a couple times and like be kind of interested in the world a little bit. But there's no second time through here. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, it's really well acted. It looks great. He's a very good director of horror and act- actors and all sorts of stuff. The score is fantastic, but it's just bad. <laughs> Chris Gavin. I would recommend it slightly because I think everything about it is good good it just never coalesces mm, yeah there's never a sense of all this making sense in one package it doesn't hit like that even like signs like i'm not even that big of a fan of signs but like that one is like it it, it feels like a full movie this really doesn't for yeah. some reason uh and i think it's like the the rediscovery of this as like a, a, a new like people are like oh no now it's a masterpiece yeah you get it like also like cloud atlas and those two stupid matrix movies <laughs> they're all they're all masterpieces we now. just didn't see it at the time we didn't see it you can yeah. keep your cloud I, atlas I, you know it really is like we didn't drink enough bleach yet but now that the infrastructure has failed and we're all ingesting lead suddenly those matrix sequels are amazing <laughs> it's i mean it's desperation it's Anybody who has like some kind of style that is genuinely their own now has to be celebrated. Yes. Because we don't have those anymore. Sometimes right? things just fail. And I think the Wachowskis are excellent at what they do. 
but more often than not, they take huge swings and they fucking fail at it. And it's okay. They're beautiful disasters. I mean, you can like movies if you want, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I am game for the reappraisal of Speed Racer because I was in sure. on it from the jump. Still to this day of not. Dude, Ditto. we love marijuana. I, I want to see it. Rock that pipe and watch Speed Racer. Yeah. You won't regret it. It's a good one. Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> I would also, I would kind of not recommend this, but I can see the slight argument to recommending it because it's, it's interesting to see the first time. Yes. I, th I think it's interesting enough to see once, but it's just, it's dull as dishwater to me after a point. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm a slight recommend too, because I think this movie, there's so much going for it and it, through large swaths of it, like it does okay. It's like watching Simone Biles do a floor routine and then right at the end, she fucking trips and falls into the announcer's table. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, that's what you're looking at here because it's gorgeous. It looks great. The, the, the score is amazing. Like we've said, the performances are good. The cast is great. It's just the obsession with pulling off some kind of twist ending just cheapens the whole fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And it's totally unfortunate. I would have loved to have seen a prequel where they are setting up the society because like M night doing a movie about a fucking cult that fails. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And so like, yeah, if you haven't seen it, like check it out, even though you've listened to everything here. Cause it's like, it's cool to see something that almost made it. Yep. But I'm not on board with this reappraisal. I don't think it ultimately works overall. And there it is. That is the village, ladies and gentlemen. If you want more We Hate Movies, of course, check out patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. As always, every month, there is a ton of stuff going on. Uh, we got a We Love Movies out on Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, the first one. Uh, we've got uh, who's on the Gleep Glossary this month, Eric? Oh, Triclops, which is Ken's father. And I saw, you know, there's some tweets going around. People going a little viral for the Ken Palpatine uh, tweeting. And I'm just like, hey, sucker. Let it let people know. <laughs> let people know. Come on to the Patreon. Listen to the tale of Ken. Uh, yeah, we also got on Melrose Two and We've got a a, a, a poker episode oh, which man. stinks. Mm -hmm. And a, yes, uh, yes. And, and for uh, the uninitiated, that is our podcast recapping Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two and O and Melrose Place, the classic series. And they get. <laughs> Filthy every month. We it's try disgusting. not to do it. We do. It's impossible. Uh, last month we had a, a, a riff on Tapper that will change your life. <laughs> yeah, what was that again, Chris? It was a guy. It was the Tapper video game, but they yes. were drinking what? Cum. Okay, mm. there you go, folks. <laughs> Straight cum. Whoa. Uh, there's also the Jackass Terry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Listen along as we cringe through that movie. Uh, quite hilarious. I, I, I will say so myself. Mm -hmm. uh, but as always, here on the main feed, the show rolls on. Next week, the summer blockbuster extravaganza. Hey, man, it is continuing. And Steve, what uh, what's on the docket? We're returning to a franchise we've done before. It's not Weiss in the Juice Month, but... It's The Mummy Returns. Ooh, yeah. Steven Summers back in the saddle. And some of the absolute worst CGI ever put to film. We'll be talking about it all next week. So until then, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.